Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. Well, this will be a uh, very interesting conversation as we start the lunchtime hour with Gresh and Foyer. Tommy Curran will join us on the Harbor One Hotline. He is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lopresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180. And by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Curran, regression foyer on the Harbor One Hotline. Tommy, good afternoon. What's up, boys? How's it going? Well, what a day. I mean, this is, uh, we've never really seen a situation like what happened last night with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, Just your general thoughts, Tommy, on what you saw last night, all the way around, media people included, NFL response, all that. What's on your mind? You articulated it well. It's unprecedented. And I think what brings it home is, we are able to compartmentalize and put on a box in a box on a shelf how much players like Christian, Wiggy, the players in the league currently um, put themselves through when they go on the field. Really, anyone from peewee football on up, it's a brutal sport, it's a collision sport, and there is an element of risk at all times. And we have seen so often the NFL's efforts to combat head injuries, blows to the head and neck, targeting players being in compromised situations when they're hit. But this seemingly is a reminder that contact sports, whether it be Little League baseball or hockey, when you take a trauma to the chest area, can have an impact. And just generally speaking, the cardiac event that DeMar Hamlin has suffered, so much speculation among medical professionals right now, whether it be on social media or publicly, is it uh, could be commotio cordis, which is when the heart is struck in such a way at the exact wrong microsecond, and it stops. And, and there are examples of it out there with Bob Probert in the NHL back in the 90s. Um, there were, sadly, uh, Little League, a Little League player was, was struck um, in the chest, 
in Massachusetts in the 90s and passed away. It, it, it can happen, and it's chilling, and it shows just how much these guys are going through and how palatable and digestible we have made a violent collision sport. So, Tom, have you uh, reached out to any of your you know, comrades you know, uh, you know, down in Cincinnati about what the actual scene was like on the field as far as what they saw, like the, just the chilling you know, photos that we see, you know, it leaves a little bit to your imagination. Yeah, and the people that I would know in Cincinnati would have been sequestered in the press box as well. I think that what we're understanding from just what the reactions of players like Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, a variety of players, was that they were understanding that there was a player who was fighting for his life on the field. And I would imagine that the efforts made by the medical personnel there, as frantic as they seem to be reportedly, were indicative of just how dire it was. So to me, we look at that and and we understand this is, again, it's unprecedented. And all of those people then suffered a, a trauma as well. And I think that we're way more attuned to it now than we would have been a decade ago, certainly two or three decades ago. Do you understand, get this, in 1989 when Clint Malarchuk was playing goal for the Buffalo Sabres. I remember this. And we remember that going through the crease, his neck was struck by a skate, and he basically filled the entire crease with blood as his carotid artery had been severed. He survived. That happened 10 minutes into the game. They finished the game. Jeez. They finished that game. And I I remember the giant pile of blood as it was on the ice, and it's shooting out of his neck, and then they're like, ah, let's mop it up and go play. And that's the eighty. It's an eighty-game season, and that's March, in which that occurred. And I'm not saying that's what should be done. What should have been done then is you cancel the game and make sure you get a counselor in there to talk to every single guy who wants it, or even the ones who don't want it, just to make sure. And that's what I think that the NFL has to be have at the forefront, even if it looks like overcorrecting. The NFL is able to step on a rake every chance it gets <laughs> with everything. Overcorrecting in this instance is the wise thing to do. And if that means calling this game a tie, then that's what you do. Well, that, that that's what Christian and I have been talking about, Tommy. If you're Cincinnati, can you accept that? I mean, there's the humane part of it. There is the, hey, we understand we went through it as well. But then there is the why should we suffer in the standings if we're willing to play the game? How do you sort of massage that if the Bengals object in that way? I think that your leadership as a Bengal look, and that's the thing. You got however many players in the league, 3,500, I might be exaggerating, um, plus coaches, plus trainers, plus GMs plus ownership, plus the ancillary folks around ownership, and everyone's going to have an opinion, and everyone's going to have a different vested interest. But the main vested interest should be not stepping on a rake. It should be the Buffalo Bills, how they feel, whether or not they're ready to play. So if there are players on the the Bengals who say, you know, we should be able to play, we understood the risks involved when we took the field and um, nothing has changed, Somebody needs to put a hand on the shoulder of that player and say, think that out. Unspool that a little bit. And and we're going to let 
the adults in the room be our spokespeople and, and just follow along. The decision makers in this instance, whether it's Mike Brown, owner of the Bengals, uh, the Pagula family, Roger Goodell, um, Robert Kraft, people like Bill Belichick. I mean, this is honestly a time when you look to someone like Bill Belichick because mm. he is more influential and important than virtually everyone in the league, Roger Goodell included. Yeah, Bill can do an immense amount of good right now with whatever he says. So we're talking to Tom E. Curran. And Tom, how much do the players have to say in this? You talk about ownership. You talk about executives. Do you, how much of the how much of a say do you think the actual players have in this as far as whether they play or not, or how it should be handled overall? I think that the players won't have much say because it is a seventeen billion dollar a year revenue industry. I think the players will let their feelings be known bit by bit as time progresses. I mean, the sad and difficult but real thing is that Demar Hamlin, even though his vitals have stabilized is in critical condition and according to the family spokesman uh i think it was jordan rooney on good morning america he's, he's fighting for his life still so see that's tom that's the aspect where i disagree with you at i feel like the the, the if i've really just narrowed down just to the bills if the league mm-hmm. comes in and says you guys got to play on wednesday i guarantee you they say no oh i agree and that's why i and that's why I think the league has to do the right thing and not walk in and say it. Just don't even give it. Just <laughs> say forget it. And I think the I think the Pagula family would say that as well, though. I just don't think the league is going to do that. You're right. But I You're do right, feel like Chris. also, though, Tom, I feel like there's you know nobody like the, the business aspect of it and the money invested and the opportunity that is on the line is so significant that I, in a way, I do think there can be some gamesmanship. Now I'm just. Listen, I just I know how this works. You know, like everybody wants, you know, the high ground and and maybe some people want to take advantage of the opportunity to put themselves in a better situation because I feel like the Cincinnati Bengals should just probably sit there and not say anything and if right. the, and if and if they say, "Hey, listen, we're going to we're going to, you know, call it a tie." You know, there could be some debate on that, I guess, cuz how does it affect all these teams? Like how does it affect directly the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills if there is a tie? Like you who can loses do more out? harm than good. Like, who loses out? I'll go to the 538 website. I don't have it in front of me, but they have all the ramifications. Oh, okay. If you just check tie on that, it'll tell you what the percentages are for everything. But, yeah, there will be individuals within the organization who say, no, we want to play the game. But, again, I think that the long-term damage that can be done is much more profound than the good that can be done by forcing anybody to do anything. You know, look at different, but in a way comparable. The NFL played its games on the weekend of November 22nd, 1963. Pete Rozelle went to his grave regretting that they did that. And that unlike the rest of the world in America, I should say America, the NFL didn't shut down in the wake of President Kennedy's, Kennedy's assassination. This is different, but it's comparable. Do you force the players at the point of a bayonet to go on the field so that you get resolution in the standings as to who's traveling where? It's a $17 billion a year revenue business, and it's the most successful television program in history every single year. It's proven. But just don't damage it. You do enough damage to yourselves with 
the concussions, with racial hiring practices, with injuries, with responses to violence uh, against women. Don't do something now to put yourself in the crosshairs when you don't have to be. Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston Aggression Foyer here on WEI. If you're Bill Belichick, what are you telling your team right now? Prepare as if there's going to be a football game. What would you tell them about what they saw last night, and does that need to be addressed by Bill to his team? I think those are conversations that would probably be had best, Christian, correct me if I'm wrong, in smaller settings, in position meeting rooms, individually. Um, I, I just don't know standing in front of a room and making an announcement is not intimate enough, I think, probably. Christian, I, mean, I, I just I could see Bill saying that. Obviously, our thoughts are with the Bills and DeMar Hamlin, and we understand that this is what happens. Here's what we know. Here's what we'll do. He'll just stick to the logistics, I would think, but he'd be happy to talk to anyone, I would think, if they needed to. Yeah, even even with even with the fact that the even if they don't play this game, which I don't think they will, I mean, just again, they still got to play on Sunday. The Bills have to. I mean, it's not like you're looking for an advantage over this, but I just don't know how emotionally invested the Bills will be, even if they're playing at home, because a lot of it rests on Demar Hamlin's health. Like if they get a, don't you feel like if they get a good update, a good prognosis that that'll kind of dictate the Bills' willingness to you know play in this game? Yes. So it could be within this hour, or by the end of the day, or by Wednesday or Thursday. I, I this game when we're, you're saying this game, you mean the Patriots game, not yes, Cincinnati. the Patriots game. Yeah, I, I would say that the Cincinnati game. I would say that there's less than a twenty percent chance that that thing gets played. I just, I'm just spitballing. No, I just, but I, I mean, agree. yeah, Tommy, like we all are. We have no, and and you you make a great point in the if the NFL could find a way to screw up a one car funeral, they'll be out there with two flat tires saying everything is okay. <laughs> I mean, really. So you know, there is the element of if there is a wrong, <laughs> if there is in the mind of some people a wrong decision that could be made, the NFL would be the one to make it. If this were Week Eleven versus week 18 with the playoffs looming already locked in and scheduled would that just fix a lot of this if you just had more time is it as simple as well borrow the week from the super bowl of the hype and just push stuff back and make it work or is that too easy it's too easy and i think it's also logistically too much for for one game um and especially a game at the end of the weekend. Right. So, I mean, logistically, I, I don't know on on that. I, I don't have a good answer on. I just I just feel as if if you're Bill Belichick and you're preparing your team, you stick to the facts and the logistics. Here's what we know about what we're going to do. <clears throat> Here's what we know about the Buffalo Bills. We all understand it's the overarching concern is our um, colleague, brother, who plays for the Buffalo Bills and the people who play for that team in this industry. But here's what we're going to do while we're at work. We're going to work on third down. We're going to work on red zone. We're going to work on, and we're going to do our work. 
I, I think that's the only way to approach it. So the last one for me, like, I mean, because we had so many different aspects to this conversation that we thought we were going to get to, but the playoff situation as it seems now before this happened, my question to you was going to be what's more likely, the Patriots going up to to Buffalo and beating the Bills and securing that seventh spot or all those other three teams, the Jags, the Dolphins, and the Steelers all losing? I would say it would be the latter. Yeah. You know, given where things were previous to tonight, excuse me, last night, Yeah, I would think it would be the latter because you just would anticipate that the game on Sunday will matter to the Bills and they'll, they'll yeah. go and get it, and they're a team that has had mastery over the Patriots. Wow, this is uh, this is something, and uh, there's going to be a lot of decisions that are going to be scrutinized over the next uh, 48 hours. Tommy, thanks for the chat. I know we don't have a lot of answers, just a lot of opinion, but it was uh, good stuff. Appreciate you, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys. Hang in there. See ya. There all we right. go. There goes Tommy Curran. And again, a lot of it is all of us kind of speculating, figure out how in the world you're going to do it. I'm trying to find the stuff that uh, – uh, that was referenced on 538 yeah. just in terms of all of the, the, the different scenarios. But it really comes down to this. If the Bills don't want to play, what is fair? Do the Bengals get penalized as well with a T with a no contest or whatever? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ucalypt speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now, more Grish and Fourier. On WEEI, download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. I 
feel like I'm going to have to ha- have uh, Turpin explain his musical choice. This is the Patriots playoff chances. Play it up. Turn it up. Let me see. How how do, how is this? How is this relevant to the Patriots playoff chances? Well, they are finding a way to stay alive. <laughs> there you might, go. We might not want to <laughs> pull that one down there. Turp? Uh, I know. That's a, a uh, bunch of a, Hey, it's his first time here. It's is. his first day. Yeah. So... We said that we would uh, correct all the music choices yep. uh, after the show and all that stuff. Uh, the latest with uh, Damar Hamlin is that there has been no update. And this is a bit befuddling, quite honestly. Because, number one, I don't think the NFL wants to put out another statement if they don't have answers on where it's all going. But... The Bills also, it's about 2 a.m., I think it was, put out their own statement. Now, do we need to be constantly updated? I think it would make us all feel better to know that this guy either isn't declining, going backwards, fighting for his life, all that kind of stuff. We, we kind of know that. But the gravity of the situation, maybe we don't necessarily need to know. But this is such a major story. And now everything is just kind of out there. And I don't think there are people speculating on the Tamar Hamlin piece of it. But it is the where is it all going to go from here? Because if you're in Baltimore, you're playing Cincinnati this week for what you think would be a division title. If you're the Patriots, you're playing the Bills on Sunday. At least you think so. You don't know what team you're going to face. But for the Patriots, it means going to the playoffs. You have other games and teams that are affected by all of this. So what point does the NFL need to have an answer? I feel like, unfortunately, it's going to happen from two to six, and they're going to be able to chew on that, and we're going to miss out on what will eventually have to be. Like, there's no way you and I sit down here tomorrow at 10 a.m. With that, absolutely. And we're in the exact same spot that we are right now. I would be hard to believe. That would be the NFL stepping on their own tail. Well, that is funny. So, um, like, this, this, what happened to, to DeMar Hamlet is so rare. It's it's such a rare, I would call it freak occurrence, based on the fact that he got hit in the chest. The contusion caused his heart, I guess, to go out of whack, to lose rhythm, and then he, he and then falls stopped. into cardiac arrest. Yeah, yep. then it stopped. Um, thank God they were, you know, the, the NFL like doctors were there to save his life, basically. So, if there is no change, you kind of have to give yourself, okay, if there isn't a change by 5 o'clock Eastern time, we have to make a decision on whether or not Cincinnati and Buffalo is going to play again. I'm just taking a shot. I don't think they'll have an answer because I do think they're apprehensive to make a decision, to to release a statement. Just like last night, they like they wouldn't even talk about it during the game. They were, they were talking. Right. They were so. They talked around it, not yes. about it. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I kind of had a problem with it, to be honest with you. Well, there Um, were a lot of people who were lauding the crew in uh, New York City with Susie Kolber and Booger McFarland, and, you know, they went back to Cincinnati, and it was, what the hell are we supposed to say? That's when, like, I I thought I was going to get a little more out of Booger McFarland in either some analysis or kind of keeping the conversation going, and instead it was, what we saw is horrific, why are we here? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is what it we do. Doesn't it, exactly it was, work. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too much of a jerk, like you know, for like criticizing him for handling such a sensitive situation. You know, they're and expecting an, more. They're in an insanely tough yeah. spot. You. So I should I, back off on. Well, a little. I would. Bit, uh, nah, I mean, no. I, I don't know. I this don't think it's. We're in. I don't think it's completely unfair. Like I was on the air when 9/11 happened, and. 
I'd never heard the name Osama bin Laden before in my life. And then we start to get all the info trickling really? in, and it's like, oh, my God, that's 26 years old or 25 years old, whatever it was. I had no – I've been in radio for a bunch of years, yeah. but I wasn't worldly. Let's put it that way, yeah. right? So when this all went down, like when the first one hit, it was like, boy, that's a mistake. When the second one hit, it was like, uh-oh. This is on purpose. And then I started to listen to other people in my building, and we had a news station and all that stuff. But sometimes there are times where you just don't know how to react. You just don't know what to say. And I think in this one, it was hard for some. Because here's my theory. At ESPN, they have sort of the, how should I put this? It's almost like. You they call can, it the live feed or something like that. They call you. it the live feed. Great call. The live feed, yeah. which people can watch. But you can also hear. Yeah. So you're in the bowels of ESPN and you're listening to the raw, unedited audio coming in from Monday Night Football, you might have Joe Buck sitting there that you could hear because he was operating with knowledge. When they went back to him, he knew they were doing the chest compressions, and they couldn't say anything the first time, and it took, I think, two more commercial breaks before he finally did well, say from something. his vantage point, he's looking right down. They all have binoculars. They got spotters. They got this guy. And they There's got like people on the sideline. people in that booth with them. So there were a lot of people who knew the gravity of the situation that were trying to talk about it when people on the outside did not. Now, that should make it easier to keep the conversation going, but I'm just getting the sense, and especially by Lisa Salters, is as good as it gets. Um, she's on the sideline afterwards weeping, being like, basically, I can't believe I almost saw someone die while doing my yeah. job. So I think for some of those people, they knew too much, and it's what they couldn't say that got in their way. And oh, why? and they were just you know uh, personally affected by it. Of right? course, you're and you're talking to NFL guys yeah. who have seen some stuff. You know, guys get knocked out, broken legs, whatever, but nothing like this. Yeah, see the live feed, even like in real time. You know, they have those mics that are all over the place. So I was picking up a lot of information by watching it live. Right, I, I heard them say like, there was a point in time where um, both coaches were in the tunnel. And there was somebody representative for the NFL. I forgot her name was Adam Schefter. You know, oh I yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. Some lady. Other other NFL players. So I heard them. Too. So they both hung up the phone, and they so they hugged. They were about to leave, and then they stopped. And then I heard suspending the game. I heard that live on TV, and I was like, oh. And so then they hugged again, and then they left. Right, and then you see like, um, you know, Justin Jefferson walking the guys with no pads on. Right, so they're not telling you anything, but you see guys who they listen. They got their they walk around in a towel, so they have already said, "Listen, once they got in the locker room, there's no way they were coming back out." The Bills decide. The Bills players decided they weren't playing. Absolutely. Then once they got in the locker room, I was like, "If they send those guys into the locker room, there's not a chance in hell that they're coming out." Right, ready to play. By that time, there's just they were pretty much all just said, "Forget it, we're not doing it." But um, but back to your original question, which was, you know, what? How do they do? What do they? They make a you know, announcement? Is there a press release? I have a feeling that the options have already been laid out. I kind of agree. The Here NFL, are your options. The NFL would have had to, with the schedule makers and talking with the networks, come up with, here's what we can do. What do you choose? Yes. Like, what do you, yeah. I mean, and if you choose, you know, uh, you know, uh, curtain A, you know, whatever, door number A, door number one, sorry, uh, that would be play on Wednesday. Is Say door, door number door A, one, please. Door number Thank A. You. 
Well, it could be A. It depends on what part of the country you're Monty from. Monty Hall never turned. <laughs> That's what it is. Right? Oh, it, it, it said door number A. Nor did, uh, who's uh, the other dude that was uh, on, uh, whose line is it anyway? I call Wayne it, Brady. Yeah, I call it door number three. I always uh, pick door number three. I'm Wayne Brady, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that, so that would, and that would mean play. Yep. So door number one says play. Door number two says don't play, play on Sunday. And door number three would be, uh, play on when? Well, I don't even know what. I don't even feel like there. I feel like there's two options. You're either playing tomorrow, or you're choosing to whatever the NFL yep. is going to decide. And there, and I'm like again, how do you look at the Bengals and say you're going to get penalized for this as well? That's what I keep coming back to. See, I, see the good natured, you know, kumbaya. We're all in this together. Would tell the Bengals, if I'm the Bills, we are in this together. And if I'm the Bengals, I'm saying. Not really. To a point. I am up we're until here. We're in it together yes. to a point. You're so exactly So we're right. not in it together. We're in it up to a certain point. And then you got to do what's best for you. I got to do what's best for me. Because that kind of has to be said. Like, nobody wants to admit like, or, you know, uh, you know, have this real difficult, you know, uncomfortable conversation. I think the other part of this, too, is that it has to look like Goodell worked with the Bills. This cannot oh, be. We, we're getting into optics now. Oh, so break, yeah. So break down the optics for me. Because Roger Goodell could tell the Bills, here's how you're going to handle it because I say so. Remember, it's the broad discretionary power of the commissioner that has never been stripped away by guys like DeMarie Smith and the union. I'm looking at something right here from the great Mike McCann, right? And it says, whether and how the NFL resumes the Bills-Bengals game is far secondary to the health of DeMar Hamlin and the well-being of the players. But Roger Goodell has wide discretion under the rule book, the NFL Constitution, and the inherent powers of the commissioner. That's where they could really step on the tail. So if you're going to rule that the Bengals would win by forfeit because the commissioner has consulted the Bills and they're not comfortable playing the game, then it's plausible deniability for Roger Goodell. It looks like he allowed the Bills to make the decision. Now, maybe where it lies the rub is I give you the two options that you have to choose from. So it becomes, well, letter A or number A is going to be castor oil and number B is going to be like drinking cough syrup. Which well, would you rather have? And then the players choose, so the NFL can say, we let the Bills players choose, but what we didn't give them was the freedom of the choice. See, I do think optics plays a role with the Bengals. They, they, I mean, I do. You think they have to look like I, I, they I, care I think, as much as the yes, Bills? I think they do. Oh. Come on, Gresh. You know that's the way it is now. Like I feel like the, 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 the you can spin it any way you want. But the, the Bengals need to be just as careful as anybody with how they handle it based on, hey, you look like a bunch of opportunists. Look at you taking advantage of the situation. Well, theirs is you. real easy. Hey, we're here to play. We'll play. You want to play? Let's play. That's all they got to do. And then they're done. Because if we find out. I don't think out, it's that simple, though. Wh- why? Because I think the optics, optics man so is back the, again. So if the Bills don't want to play and the Bengals kick and scream to play, See, that's where I wonder sort of where that goes. Because if you're the Bengals, all you have to do in this situation is just be like, we're open for business. We understand the gravity of the situation. If you want to play, that's that's fine. 
And that's what gets out there publicly. And then that's the, hey, commissioner, we did our part. Now, you you can't pork us at the same time. Yeah. So it puts Goodell in a rock and a hard place. However, what are what choices are there really for the Bengals? Well, here's the problem. I don't know if you've ever... Because if they stand united with the Bills, who cares? I don't think... I think their fans get upset. I don't think I to me this is all about Buffalo and nothing about Cincinnati. See, I don't think I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think you know why? Because this guy is coming back. Optics man is here to save the day. All right. That wasn't the one I was looking for, but that's fine. Um Optics Man is back. I do think everybody because if I am if I am the, if I'm Mike Brown, if I'm the owner of the Bengals, um, I of course want to make everyone believe that I'm sympathetic, uh, you know, to to yeah. what's going on, and I'm understanding, and this is a this is a terrible thing for the entire league, for the NFL community. Crush. There you go, the community. I'm waiting for I'm waiting mm. for this line. This is the line I'm waiting for. All right, we're all in this together. Stop it. I'm gonna bring that one back. I'm gonna bring we're all in this together. Like this is when you're really gonna find out. Like how these guys became billionaires. They became billionaires because they were cutthroat. They were nasty. That they would they would they would just run over their own mother if they had to. If it meant they were gonna make a buck or like get the high ground or get more leverage in the situation. Mm-hmm. That to me is the reality of the situation. Billionaires don't become billionaires because they do the right thing all the time. Like they don't. But now that you're in the NFL, you're forced to do the right thing that you normally probably wouldn't. If it meant like, how much money do you think a, um, a franchise makes if they make, make it to the first round of the playoffs? Like, I know what the players make, nothing. It's, like, not even worth playing, to be honest with you. It's such uh, a massive pay cut. It depends on whether it's a home game or a road game. But don't they just get more money, like, TV rights-wise, or is that shared? I probably. Oh, no, that's all baked into whatever TV numbers that there already are. But I know for the players, like, it's, what is it, 28000 for the oh, wild yeah, round say it's nothing, or whatever. Based on, you know, what you're if usually If you're making a million bucks a game and then... And you 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 play four playoff games and you end up with a half million dollars at the end of it. You're like, yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. Well, it's for that ring and the and the championship. And again, does this incident just suck the life out of the Bills organization as a whole? Do it they could. Be, do it they very be, well could. Do they become a team that is now prey for someone to swoop in who's all hot and horny and ready yeah. to go? I mean, just think of this. Let's say the Bills end up the three seed. Right now, they would miss Jacksonville because Jacksonville would be the four seed. But think about it: if you're the fifth or the sixth, right? You're either playing Jacksonville in the four or five, see. or would you rather match up against Cincinnati or Buffalo see, and all see, that? Now you're not. Now you're talking, okay? Because I do think that there's some strategy involved with this. Who do you want to play? What situation benefits you the most? It's ugly to talk it, about. It is, but, but it's true. Do we do we not think that there are other NFL coaches in AFC cities that aren't looking at this and thinking, "Hey, this I, this could this could open up our path I, to getting a crack at Kansas City"? See, maybe. I, I I I would look at this as not that I want to, you know, talk about something so disturbing, but hey, everybody's got to you got everybody's got to like you know take a second, you know, clear their throat. And then this is when you have to have your wits about you. This is when you have to be clever. This is when you need to be smart, right. proactive. Nobody wants to talk about it. But playoff seating, it's all about matchups, okay? So, okay, give me my options, Goodell. All right, guys, let's take the options back. Let's just have the conversation regardless of how uncomfortable it is. 
we really want to play this team. So if, if we do this, we win the optics battle, and we also kind of you know play the team and we create a more beneficial path for us, we're still going to play a game at home. Yep. Doesn't matter. We have a home game. No matter. We have two home games. You know, no matter what. And then we'll then we'll we'll figure it out as we go. And then you start using examples like, hey, this is why this deal is good for you. Look at Tampa. They, they you know they they went through the playoffs and they won a Super Bowl like all on the road. You start listing things and you could convince them why it's a good deal for them. I'm just like, I'm like playing it out in my head going, all right, how is this really going to work? And I think the playoff seating is part of it. Like you'd be foolish to think that it is. So all we've been doing all day, all morning is looking at every single platform, ESPN, Fox, NFL Network. And I feel like, I don't feel like there's a station that is having this discussion right now. Maybe because it's, it's still, or it's still, hey, the emotions of it. Hey, how do you feel like as a player? They're also NFL partners too. We're watching NFL Network and ESPN. When is it safe to talk about then? You tell me. Uh, well, that's why there's sports radio, I suppose. I mean, because for them, it's the whole, we don't want to make a mistake. What, to me, if I was running NFL Network or something like that or ESPN, I'd find somebody who's put together a schedule to at least add context and background to just how tricky it is because you're either moving weeks of the season yeah, or you're going to disrupt your already set playoff structure with not one, not two, but three different networks yeah. who pay you billions of dollars every year. You know, I, It's a slippery slope yeah. that they have to walk here. Yeah, and I mentioned 9-11 as an example of when players unified together to basically tell the league what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that 9-11 was on a Tuesday morning, right? Um, and and then by Wednesday, Wednesday morning, we were on a call. And that decision was made pretty quickly. Because I remember we showed up Wednesday afternoon and it kind of had like a walkthrough. But, and then everybody left and we didn't see anybody again until that following Monday. Interesting. So, Turp, do you have the breaking news sounder? Uh-oh. You know where that is? Can you find it? No. Keep searching. Let so me look. All right. There you go. I didn't know if uh, Billy had it in his back pocket or whatever. We are coming to you on these phones to talk about uh, this situation. But believe it or not, there's a little bit of Boston Red Sox news. Ooh. How crazy is that? Is it? I, I was just, I, I, was, I was trying to give Turpin. You, you got the foot on the. You got your, I'm trying to find. There's a million of them in here. I'm trying to find the right one. It is much it more difficult. Mouth. Do it with your mouth. Well, no, because you got to go. <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> no. There you go. Hold on. We're find almost it. got it. Wow. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. It's all Ken Laird's fault. Uh, according to Jeff Passan, or as he was uh, known, what was it, during the pandemic or whatever, Jeff Passan. Yeah. Uh, third baseman Raphael Devers and the Boston Red Sox are in agreement on a one-year $17.5 million deal to avoid arbitration, oh, it does not stop negotiating a long-term contract. So wow, you know the Devers... Talk about the timing of this one. By the way, one-year $17.5 million 
Feels a little light. Seems real light. Feels a little light. But then again, he didn't have the the greatest of years. And I know there will be the open uh, referendum on keeping uh, Raphael Devers long term. Oh, X Bear twenty eight. That was rough. It took him thirty seconds to find a thing. Relax. It's day one of the new show. For God's sakes. <laughs> Expert wants everything to be perfect for crying out loud. But anyway, Devers, one year, 17 and a half. They avoid arbitration. We'll see what happens long-term between the two sides. Considering John Henry got booed yeah. yesterday walking through the concourse. We got some audio of that. We know you want to talk about the Hamlin incident. We'll get to that next with Gresham Fovier. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. Watch. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Us love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Shady's back. W-E-E-I on Twitter and the gram as well. At Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I, for you to be able to get the uh, new social media channels. And apparently around the NFL today, Fourier, yeah. teams are doing like what the Patriots did, where they are canceling some media availability. I know Stacey James sent out a, an email a couple hours ago to the Boston media saying, Hey, the assistant coaches that were going to talk, they're not talking today. And, you know, everything will kind of resume tomorrow in theory. They can always punt on that as well. But I guess other organizations and players and teams and people that were supposed to speak, apparently they're sort of like, nah, we need to cancel it. It's too raw right now. I think some guys are uncomfortable talking about it. Uh, but coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, whose team also in a pretty important game this yeah. weekend for them, uh, he did address it 
Damar Hamlin's from the Pittsburgh area. McKee's Rocks, for those who uh, know down around Yinzerville. But uh, Mike Tomlin had some things to say. We'll hear that coming up because you have things to say at 617-779-7937. JC in North Providence with Gresham Foyer. Hello, JC. It's actually JP, guys. And oh, thanks JP. for taking my call. How are you, buddy? What's up? I'm well, thanks. Um, obviously, my thoughts and my prayers and my best wishes for DeMar Hamlin are a full recovery. And putting all that aside for just a second, I don't see any other choice for the NFL but to go up, go along with the games that are scheduled this weekend. And there could be some crazy ramifications, especially if the Raiders beat the Chiefs and Buffalo beats our Patriots and the Bengals beat the Ravens because that would mean that Buffalo or Cincy could potentially get the bye week, um, depending on that outcome. So I also am aware that uh, the Bills have have two AFC losses to the Dolphins and Jets. The Bengals have three right now, Steelers, Browns, and Ravens. So had the Bengals beaten Buffalo yesterday, then I don't know who wins the tiebreaker in that case. So it gets pretty convoluted. And then it is the if someone ends up getting a uh, a no contest, a tie. However, see that's the real problem for the NFL. They, they have millions of tiebreakers, except for this. <laughs> I mean, think about it. I mean, really, like the, what do you mean? well, I mean, it goes millions on. of tiebreak. But if they just list it as a tie, then they're good. Yeah, how but do you list? How would you categorize this? Honestly. I would do I would see if we just called it a no contest, we left it off the records, and then there was something in the NFL constitution or the bylaws that would allow you to use winning percentage potentially, but then again, not everybody has played the same amount of games. So you're gonna work your t- honestly the only solution I see is you're playing it tomorrow or it's a forfeit, the Bengals get the win, and the Bills have to live with the consequences okay, that's, of their decision. That's, that's big, mean Gresh. Big, mean Gresh says, do it that way. I don't think so. What is what is easygoing, compassionate Gresh say? Because um, this this Gresh wants everyone to be happy. Wants mm, everyone to, he doesn't want anyone to get screwed. I think um, compassionate me would say... Yeah. <laughs> try to figure it out another way by using win percentage because then that way no one gets their feelings hurt. But the problem is, is you have hard and fast standings that mean something. And as a league, you can't so easily come off of that as tragic as this situation is. Yeah, I think I think you just stick to the letter of the law. Right? The letter of the law says, unfortunately, your injuries happen all the time. Like the severity and the optics of what it looks like of is, course. is a little it makes it feel different and, and, and it forces you to to look at it differently. But if you if you just look at okay, one guy got hurt, um, and the other team doesn't want to play, well, then you forfeit. Then you get the L. It's kind of the way I it look may be like, that's it may be that simple. And and I think it, that's why to me, if you're giving the Bills the choice. That's why it's so critical. It's got to be the Bills players' choice because they have to live with it. But I also, in good conscience, can't say, hey, Cincinnati, guess what? Your ability to win a division might be compromised because you're going to suffer part of the fallout from this game. Like, that's 
Is it fair to Cincinnati and Baltimore to be getting ready for this game, not knowing what the stakes really are, considering this game is in limbo? I mean, forget about just New England. Theirs is easy. You got to beat the team you're going to play to get in. Yeah. But if you're the Bills, there was still the number one seed. Maybe you don't care about that anymore. Well, the, it, but then again, why should Cincinnati suffer for this? I, I, I'm with you. If and the farther away you get from what it looked like, reporters crying, players crying, uh, people following, you know, the ambulance uh, to the hospital, uh, finding out that there was like you know multiple times that they had to you know perform CPR, they had to bring the defibrillators out. They had, to, they had to shock. They had to keep him alive. They had to take turns yes. keeping him alive. When you hear all that, you sit there and go, you guys are so, so you're the biggest jerks. Like, look what's happening. Yes. The, the clock is ticking on the NFL the, and the Bills. And a texter just sent in something that is another layer to this that we are going to be able to tap into to our NFL or Christian Fourier. Ooh. In fact... Fourier, have you ever had an incentive or playtime bonus in your contract? Now you're really, really, this is the unintended consequences. This is the stuff you're like, holy crap. I got one for you Uh-oh. that a texter sent in okay. that uh, you're going to have to answer. We'll continue with you on the phones and hear from Mike Tomlin next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.